This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. Today, we are going to be talking about how much space you really need as a reseller. So I think space is one of the biggest challenges for resellers that's probably not talked about as often as it should be. If you don't have enough, it can really cause you to become unorganized and slow your growth and prevent success in your business. In fact, it can get overwhelming sometimes to the point where it causes people to just give up their business entirely. Today, we're going to talk about some tips that we have for you on how to, you know, kind of reclaim your space, get more space, organize your space, all that good stuff. Yeah, I feel like when resellers start, obviously, you're starting out of your home. So you have to start storing inventory somewhere. I mean, that's part of reselling and you have to store your items. So it's going to probably be somewhere in your home, whether it's going to be your bedroom, a spare closet, in the garage. Maybe you're going to store on shelving in the in the garage or something like that. When I first started reselling, I was living in a five bedroom home. I had plenty of room. We did have roommates at the time, so some of the bedrooms were occupied, but we had one that left, so I was able to store stuff in that bedroom. And then we had two living spaces, and the front of the house nobody used. So I was able to kind of turn that into like my reselling room, which was amazing. There was so much space to begin with. I was able to have my desk in there. I had the prep table for shipping. I had a photograph area, and then I was able to store some of the boxes in there. But then shortly after, I started running out of space, even though it was a pretty large space, and I had to start storing stuff in our master bedroom. I feel like we started, and it didn't take long for us to kind of run out of space. So where did you start storing your items? Yeah, so when I first started reselling, I was living in basically um, like a studio apartment, uh, for lack of a better term. It was one long, big apartment with you know, kind of like a separate kitchen and a separate bathroom. It had a really nice walk-in closet. When I first started, I would, um, I sort of divided my closet into halves. So the right side was all my own personal stuff. And the left side is where I hung and sort of stacked on this like, you know, closet storage unit thing, uh, shoes and items like that. And it quickly grew out of the closet and into storage bins. And by the time I left that apartment and we moved into the log cabin, the house before this one, um, I had bins everywhere. They were stacked from the floor almost to the ceiling, lining my walls. They took over my apartment. And it was you know, it was fine when I lived by myself and I wasn't, you know, dating anyone and it was just me and D the husky. I worked a lot and that was fine. And it was kind of nice to have easy access to it, but also I couldn't shut it off. Like it was in my face 24 seven. When I woke up, I saw my inventory. It was staring me in the face all the time. So I thought about it all the time. It was really hard to shut my brain off from work. And I probably could have benefited from a little bit of like a mental break here and there. But when we moved into the log cabin, there was much more space. <laughs> and I had a really nice storage area separate from the rest of the house um, upstairs and like kind of a um, an attic sort of room. Um, that was really nice. It was very large and everything kind of fit in there perfectly. And then I had a separate area across the hall from that 
where I um, set up my photo area. So it, it worked out really, really well. And in this house, a lot of the upstairs is, it's like, again, kind of like a separate back area of the upstairs. It's like a loft um, and like a big room. So I have all of the inventory and photo stuff set up there, but I'm kind of working on creating a little space in the dining room for my photo area. It's just easier with a puppy to not have to like go upstairs all the time. That's, you know, where I started to now where I ended up. Um, it's progressed a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this is like a huge thing, like I said, that people don't think about and consider, but it's very, very important. Yeah, I guess I should explain beyond Tempe, huh? After a Tempe house, then we full-time RV. So we like got rid of, you know, most of our reselling business and I was storing things on an actual fifth wheel. <laughs> so I, I had four plastic bins. That's all I had. And then when we stopped full-time RVing, we moved into a house. I was able to utilize the garage, spare bedroom. I feel like we are like constantly like we either have a lot of space or we don't have a lot of space. But we, in the end, we make it work. Like here we had the 1,200 square foot outbuilding that we had our eBay inventory in. Now that's our Amazon business that's in there. So then we had to find another place for it. Oh, probably sounds so chaotic to people listening. In the end, you make it work. Space is going to be something that it goes up, it goes down. Yeah. You, know, you get a lot of space, then you lose space. But really, we wanted to do this episode to talk about, you know, kind of if you're new to reselling, to get an idea of like how much space do you need? So I feel like there's a couple factors that influence how much space you're going to need. The first one's going to be what do you plan on reselling? If you're going to resell clothing, maybe do even jewelry, you're not going to need a lot of room. You could store them in plastic bins to start. You're not going to need as much space as if somebody wants to maybe do electronics and they have keyboards and computers and some of the bigger items. Maybe you do small kitchen appliances. Maybe you found a bunch of toasters and food processors, coffee machines, air fryers, like those bigger items. You're going to need more room to store. So I think it really depends on what you plan on reselling. So if you're trying to decide as a new reseller and you're, you've been thinking, what can I resell? Think about the space that you have. If you want to do the bigger items, do you have the room to store those items? So that is definitely one thing that influences it. Another one is going to be where you live. I mean, in my situation and you know my reselling journey, five-bedroom house, fifth wheel, three-bedroom house, now a two-bedroom house with a 1,200-square-foot outbuilding, you know, all that has influenced, you know, how much space we actually utilize. You could live in an apartment, and maybe that apartment is only a one-bedroom apartment. You are naturally not going to have as much space as somebody who lives in a house. My friend Patty, who lives in Vegas, you're listening. Shout out to Patty. Love her. Met her at a uh, reselling meetup there. She lives in a two-bedroom condo. We cannot stay there because she's like, there is no room for you guys. Like literally, she's like, I have stuff everywhere. Her second bedroom's occupied. She said sometimes there's stuff on her kitchen counter. There's things on her couch. So she's not going to have as much space to store things as we would. I think that's pretty relatable though. You know, as a reseller, it can get a little out of control. You know what I mean? Like that's how I felt when I lived in my apartment. And once I had a larger space, it was easier to kind of regain control. But I think we've all at one point experienced that sort of chaos and it overtaking our living quarters. Another thing to definitely think about, are you going to want to do full-time or part-time reselling? If you're going to do part-time, 
you might not need as much space as somebody who is going to be full-time and that's going to be, you know, how they make a living. Full-time resellers. I'm not saying that part-time resellers don't need a lot of space, but maybe you're going to start off part-time and right now as you're starting, you just don't need as much space as somebody else. And the last thing that might factor how much space you're going to need would be, do you want your reselling business to be where you live? If you like the separation of space, I know, Ashley, that's really important to you. For us, we have stuff scattered everywhere and it's just the point where it is what it is and we need that space. We utilize our kitchen table. I've talked about that before. And that's kind of where we put our inventory that we know we need to list. And we just kind of gradually take it off the table and list what we can and then put it in bins somewhere else, whether it's our spare bedroom or our garage. But some people just don't want to see that. They want that separation of space. I think that's really important if maybe you have children, like not having your reselling inventory out for them to get into. They can't break anything. They can't hide anything. So if you don't want that there, then you're going to have to think of where can I find other space outside of the house for reselling, which we'll kind of touch on in a few. So one thought that I just um, that just kind of came to me that I don't think we've actually mentioned before. We keep talking about like a bin system and storing items in bins. Something that I think is really important as well is if you're going to use plastic bins to store your inventory, use the same bin like throughout your inventory system. So pick wherever you're going to buy you know the bins from and just keep buying them from that place. So they're all the same size same color usually. That way they stack on top of each other pretty nicely or they're going to fit into a shelving unit that you purchase um, and they're they're going to just stack on the shelves nicely as well. If you start getting bins from you know all kinds of different sources and whatever, then it might get a little hairy if you're using a stacking system or a shelving system. Maybe the shelves aren't you know tall enough to fit certain bins and you're going to end up like losing track of inventory, I feel. So um, I personally get these clear plastic bins from Target. I think they're like eight bucks. Sometimes they're like 10 or 20% off. And that's just like what I've stuck with the entire time. My shelving units are from Home Depot. I think those run about like $100 or so a piece. I know what I can stack on those shelves, what'll fit, what won't fit. And I know just about how many articles of clothing will fit inside each bin which I think is also kind of important to know. Yeah, that's a good point. That way you're maximizing the space that you have. You will know, like you said, how many clothing items you can fit. So then that way when you're listing, you're like, okay, when I go sourcing, I have that room to be able to buy all this product because I have the room to store it. So I think that's a really good point. We want to share some ideas for if you're thinking, well, I definitely don't have a lot of space or I'm at that point with reselling where I'm running out of space. Now, what am I going to do? I've maximized. I've definitely done the plastic bins. It's very organized. But now I need more space. So here's some ideas if you do need more space. First one would be to declutter a closet or an area in your home. After our bean, we had nothing. And I was like, this is amazing. We have so much space in these houses because we don't have anything to begin with. We had to like buy bathroom toiletries and we had to buy, you know, kitchen appliances and, or small appliances. Like we didn't even have a toaster. We didn't have you know, certain things like that. Now we have closets and they are completely full. And I'm like, how in the world did we run out of space already? So we just accumulated stuff. So one thing you could do is go through a closet 
get rid of some of the things that you don't need, maybe sell them. And that could give you an idea for a little bit more space in your home. Do you have an area in your bedroom that you're not using? I saw yesterday when I was looking on Amazon, they're almost like they're fabric boxes, but they're for storing clothing and I and they fit underneath a bed. And I thought, well, that could be a really good way to utilize space. If you have a spare bedroom with a bed where you can put those underneath, it's not ideal, but these are just kind of creative ways if you're trying to find more space. But, you know, if you sell clothing, you could buy the fabric boxes, put the clothing in there you know, maybe put a number on the outside or a letter so you know what's in there. So really kind of being creative with what you have right now if you're not ready to pay for additional storage. All right. So the next idea is to use your garage or basement if you're able to. You can use storage shelving to maximize your space or stack plastic bins. I would just um, be sure that your, you know, garage or basement, wherever, you know, you choose to put this stuff your inventory is you know pretty sealed off maybe like for me that's not really an option we live in like a really old old house and there's a lot of like different cracks and crevices in our garage that need to be sealed up actually the entire garage needs to just be rebuilt um so that's not really an option for me it gets insanely cold out there so that might be in you know a difficulty um depending on what kind of items you're you know you're storing for for reselling. So yeah, when you're using your garage, which when I first met Casey, he lived in a condo with an external garage and his mom was moving from her house in Iowa or his parents were, and she sent him a bunch of cardboard boxes with all of his like childhood baseball cards and things like that. And in Arizona, we didn't even think about it, but we didn't put them up. They were on the ground and that garage flooded. And all of those base car- baseball cards were ruined. So if you are going to store things, and maybe you're going to store them, whether it's a plastic bin or a cardboard box, make sure that they're elevated so they don't get ruined, especially like in a basement. I didn't even think of a basement because we don't have basements out here in Arizona, but that would be a really good place. Um, and I know when I lived in Illinois, our basement would flood all the time. We had the sump pump. So definitely think about if you're going to store items, especially like in a garage, make sure that they none of your inventory can get ruined. And I think that's why people choose plastic bins, because then you can put the cover on them, seal them, and their your inventory is protected a little bit more. Here was one of my thoughts for if you could store inventory, maybe build or buy a shed. I believe it's Commonwealth Picker. He has like a shed where he has all of his inventory and he does his YouTube videos from. If you don't know who he is, definitely check him out on YouTube. And if you have a shed or have the ability to build one or or buy one, I know they have them already done at Home Depot, but that could be another place that you store things. Maybe you have an external storage in your house. We do. We have like a pool room that we, if you know, if we needed to, we could turn it into a place where it would serve as additional storage for us. All right. So the next idea that we had for you guys is to rent a storage unit um, if it's possible for you to be able to do so. I you know, recommend, again, based on what you're selling, climate controlled units are amazing. Um, it will be an expense that you have to take into consideration, though, especially for those who live in small spaces or maybe, you know, like people that live in New York City, usually the apartments are a little bit smaller. Um, the costs are going to vary based on where you live and the size of the storage unit and also if it is climate controlled or not. But one of the things that I I was thinking about this is 
a lot of times if people are paying for something to use like an office or a storage unit and you're shelling out money for this, you're going to use it and you're going to maximize it to its fullest extent because we don't want to be wasteful. We don't want to waste our money. Just like, you know, if I buy salad stuff for lunches for the week, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna eat salad because I don't want it to go to waste. I don't want to waste that money. I don't want the food to go bad. So if maybe you're the type of person that responds well to something like that, that might be a really good idea. Yeah, I want to say our friend Brad was he had a storage unit. I'm not sure how big it was. It was maybe like eight by ten or ten by ten, and he paid about seventy five dollars. It was climate controlled. It was inside. It was easy for him to get to. He could park out in front. He could bring one of those uh, like dollies or and put his inventory on it and then bring it up there. It's going to be an expense if you're going to be renting a storage unit. But like you said, it might motivate you to work harder because you are going to use it because you're spending money on it. And then the last one we have for you guys is to use the prep center. You know, the last two are definitely going to be more of an expense. So this is an option if you don't have space or time even to fulfill items. If you're unfamiliar with a prep center, some of them you can just ship your items to. They'll photograph, they'll list it for you, and they'll ship it for a fee. And it's usually per item. Or you would do the photographing, the listing, and then ship the product to them. And then when it sells, they would fulfill it. So we had on the podcast, she was our very first guest, Ashley from Revive Tribe. She was amazing. She talked about a consignment business model for reselling. And she uses Eblis, which is in Colorado. So that's how she actually fulfills because she does so much consignment. She doesn't have room to store it. And even though she's paying the fee per item, it's still very profitable and it helps her scale her reselling business. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.